baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Oh, you can't even make this up. It didn't even take a week, folks. Not even a week. From the time California Governor Gavin Newsom bragged about California being the first jurisdiction in the world to ban fully the sale of gas-powered vehicles in favor of EVs, it didn't even take a week before the state's utility warned people not to charge their EVs because there's not enough power. And that's now with just 4% of the California fleet being electric vehicles. And they're mandating that 30% of cars sold BEVs by 2026. Folks, these are going to be lawn ornaments because nobody's going to be able to charge it. Now you're thinking, I don't live in California. I don't own an EV, so I don't care. But you should care. Because you know what this shows? What I've been saying for a long time. This green transition is a trick. There's nothing on the other side they're transitioning to. It's a trick to get us to shut down society, to shut off the capitalistic spigot, all of which is fueled right now, whether we like it or not, by fossil fuels. So on Thursday, the governor, Gavin Newsom, announces this. Well, they didn't make it till Tuesday before a flex alert was issued through, get this, Labor Day because of higher temperatures, because they've turned over enough of their grid to solar and wind. Those only produce 40% of the time. The rest of the time, you're SOL. And the Sacramento Bee warned that people need to leave their thermostats at 78 degrees or higher, stop using their dishwashers or other large appliances, and hold off on charging their electric vehicles. Or the grid will collapse. Rolling blackouts? Folks, how delusional is this whole thing? The very guy, Elon Musk, whose bread is buttered by Tesla's electric vehicles, told Barron's in October 2021 in in this article, Tesla's Musk says U.S. electricity production needs to double to power transition to EV vehicles. You can't do it while destroying fossil fuel sources. Elon Musk doubled down on that this week, and he sounds increasingly desperate. He's basically warning about what will happen to civilization if we buy too many of his vehicles without providing for the electricity to charge them. He said that civilization will, quote, crumble if we transition from oil to gas too quickly. Yeah, that's the plan. We need to use oil and natural gas in the short term, he said, because otherwise civilization will crumble. One of the biggest challenges the world has ever faced is the transition to sustainable energy and to sustainable economy, he said, as he tried to explain that oil and natural gas production was necessary. Folks, then he begged. He was at a conference in Norway and he was being interviewed on a panel and he begged the world 
not to shut down its nuclear power plants and also reopen the ones that we have already shut down, he said. Quote, those are the fastest to produce energy. It's crazy to shut down nuclear power plants now, especially if you're in a place where there are no natural disasters. Folks, nuclear energy is clean besides the waste. Why would the left be shutting them down? They should be embracing them. Again, because the goal is not green energy or clean energy. It's not. It's to trick the world into shutting down their societies. Folks, this is exactly what Venezuela did. They just did it in a different way. 25 years ago, Venezuela was the richest country in the hemisphere because of oil. You ever see Google satellite image of Venezuela recent? You can't tell it's a country. It looks like the ocean because it's mostly black at night. Venezuela throttled its fossil fuel. They didn't even make the pretense of pretending that it was because they wanted to be green. It was because they wanted control. And they understand fundamentally, if you cut off the energy, you will induce such utter desperation that people will spend all their time trying to get food and keep the lights on. They won't have time to overthrow the regime because they're trying to knock over their local food truck and rob it just to eat. They're killing zoo animals. This is the template. They're just using the green transition as cover. How bad is it? The most conservative estimate I can find. Look, this is California. But folks, the second the Democrats get control of all three branches, they're going to do this nationally. They are. Listen to this. This is the most conservative estimate I could find. Supporters of the California law mandating all electric vehicle fleet by 2035 admit this will require at least a 40% increase in the amount of energy running through the grid. That's according to this Yahoo Finance article headlined California's electrical grid has an EV problem. Ram Wajagopal in that article, he's a associate professor of civil and environmental engineering at Stanford University, said, quote, let's say we were to have a substantial number of electric vehicles charging at home as everyone dreams. He says today's grid may not be able to support it. It all boils down to, are you charging during the time solar power is on? And this is the problem because solar and wind only create electricity about 40% of the time. And the rest of the time, they don't. And we're heading right now in the direction of Venezuela. Part of that's because of ESG scores. Big investment firms now use those to judge how environmentally friendly, i.e. leftist you are. So if you make guns, you're getting a low score and nobody's going to invest no matter how profitable you are. Well, that is why normally when oil prices and natural gas prices surge and natural gas is just tripled, that's going to shock people when they turn on their heat this winter. But normally when oil and natural gas prices surge, mom and dad frackers get loans, go back to work, right? And it brings the price down, keeps the equilibrium um, and keeps us from being poor. Well, with ESG scores, which are now being uh, leveled by big uh, hedge funds and investment firms, corporations like BlackRock, that money's not flowing. They can't get the loans. So the drilling activity, both in the US and across the world, is decreasing, not increasing. Investor Kyle Bass this week had a grave warning for CNBC about that. That it's going to cause starvation. And we're already seeing this in third world countries where they've had riots from Peru to Sri Lanka. These policies that are ESG driven and morally driven that we should convert everything to alternative energy tomorrow um, are going to end up starving 
the poor children of the world. Like it's it's and killing many of them. So it's 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 counterintuitive that that could actually happen. And that's what we're seeing, Melissa, with the prices at a thousand dollars a megawatt hour, a thousand euros a megawatt hour. You know, you're going to see. You're going to see real problems in Europe. I can't believe it's not on the front page of every paper every day. Again, that's Bass on CNBC this week, not a conservative outlet. And this isn't just happening in poor countries, folks. Europe is just a few years ahead of us. And what's going on there is a disaster. On Friday, the Brits were warned 80% increase in their utility bills minimum expected this fall. Another poll featured in Breitbart says that 25% of Brits aren't even going to turn on the heat this year because they don't think they can afford it. Breitbart also reporting that in Germany, 60% of Germans will now be living paycheck to paycheck because of energy poverty. They can't afford their bills. In short, liberal Western leaders who've always abhorred capitalism and must crush it to then claim that it failed and take over with their draconian policies. Western leaders are doing something we've never seen in the world before. They're deliberately shrinking their economies so as to have less output, so as to have less carbon fossil fuel emissions. Here in America, they're not as open about this as they are in places like Ireland, which just shockingly admitted that 70% of the people will fall into what they call energy poverty this winter, As energy bills are expected to double. That's the Irish Times. In Poland, that crisis is already hitting. As coal lines, people stocking up on coal ahead of this winter when they don't expect to have enough energy, have reached five miles or more. They're lines of people buying coal. Folks, this is coming for us too because our natural gas prices just tripled. They just won't admit it in a widespread way until after the election. Although Bloomberg just did admit that an all-time record high, almost 4 million Americans are expected in the coming months to default on their electricity bills because only two people have been really honest about this with the world's population. Vladimir Putin, who has explained this while raking in megabucks, selling energy at inflated prices due to the sanctions put on him, which are enriching Russia and impoverishing the Western world. And Emmanuel Macron, he's very very blunt about what they're doing and he doesn't even use Putin's just the cover they're using to make energy super expensive but it's Emmanuel Macron who's really spelling out what western countries are doing on purpose under the cover of this green transition he calls it the end of abundance it's chilling he even came out and said that he fears there'll be riots and social upheaval as people realize abundance has ended and the and, and the Western lifestyle is is over and we're knocking it down a few pegs. He said, basically, we are living through the end of abundance, that of costless liquidity. We will have to draw the economic consequences. He called it the great upheaval and said his fellow citizens may react with some great anxiety. He asked them to remain calm and said they must agree to pay the price for what he called our freedom and our values. And what are those? The green agenda, the ruse, the transition to nothing, the wrecking of capitalism as a form of government. Some have called it the great reset. It's all the same thing. This is what exactly what Elon Musk was begging us not to do this week. 
Biden, like Macron, has admitted that this is going on and that it is a worldwide phenomenon. We're all going through the crushing of the societies we lived in, the economies we lived in, together. We're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. This is going to be a haul. This is going to take some time. One of the few people who actually gets this is King's College economics professor Brian Bamberg. He said this on Fox News. What he means is that these higher prices are part of the plan. They've always been part of the plan for him. He wants you to pay for his green dream. The president is trying to make America believe that somehow he has a path out of this. He doesn't. He doesn't want a path out of this. He wants Americans to fundamentally change how they live. And if they have to pay through the nose to do it, he's fine with that. This is incredibly discouraging because... We're not going to come out of this stronger if we stay on this path. We're going to come out of this bankrupt. Americans cannot afford the kind of energy prices we're paying. Businesses can't afford it. We're not going to be able to shop the way that we need to shop and spend the way that we need to spend to keep the economy growing. And that is the secret behind the plan. There's no transition to anything except collapse. But the good news is we still have time to stop it. Americans just have to vote to end the pain. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.